Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators, and welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast. If you are new to this podcast, it is a weekly reflection and meditation podcast. So every Monday, I put out a new reflection episode just to get you thinking and set some intentions for your week. And then there's also a meditation released every week that you can use every day in the morning or the evening for your own meditation practice. Well, since it is the month of February, this is a month that tends to be associated with love just because in many places it's a time that we celebrate Valentine's Day. And so this whole month, I am going to dedicate this podcast to love, but not necessarily romantic love or finding that special someone or bettering your relationship. Although everything we reflect on during this month will help in those areas. We are really going to be talking about love as it applies to everything. Loving oneself, finding a life purpose that you love, leading with love instead of negative emotions like fear and judgment or anger, just expressing love in all forms and being a loving force within this world. And I want to start with a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he says, Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. Love is a powerful force, much more powerful than we give it credit for. So we feel powerful in our negative emotions, and we feel vulnerable in love. Negative emotions are simply the works of the ego, and they trick us into feeling powerful. But really all they do is muddy our perceptions and they interfere with our logic and they cause us to react in ways that we later regret. This isn't strength. It is a false sense of strength. So this entire month, I want us all to become just a little stronger and use love as our means to get there. We always have a choice in all of our situations and all of our daily interactions to choose a path of love even though that path might not seem apparent or it might not seem like a path that we want to take at the time. In every situation, we always have the choice of a higher vibration, such as love or peace or joy, as opposed to a lower vibration, so a reaction of anger, frustration, or judgment. Now, our egos tell us that we need these harsh emotions of anger and judgment to protect ourselves. We need to be angry at others for wronging us, or else we allow people to treat us any way that they want, and our ego will not stand for that. We need to get frustrated because life is not fair sometimes, and it makes us really angry. We need to judge because we ourselves are not perfect, and judging others makes us feel just a little better about one aspect of our lives in that moment. When we judge... We are really saying that we are right and everyone else is wrong. And that is what our ego wants. That's what it thrives on. On a more subtle and a more subconscious level, we're saying, I know I have issues, but at least my issues aren't as bad as that person's issues. 
I might have issues in my marriage, but at least my spouse doesn't talk to me like Susan's husband does. I feel kind of bad about my weight sometimes, but he is way fatter than me. I can't believe he would let himself go like that. Or, I know I don't make as much money as I really want and that bothers me, but jeez, at least I can afford a vacation once a year. My poor coworker hasn't had a vacation in over six years. That's such a shame. So, every time we allow our egos to take over and lead us away from love, we are in the long run only hurting ourselves. When we use judgments and anger and anxiety to cover up true underlying issues, we're never able to actually address those underlying issues to work through them and to overcome them. These underlying issues cause us to feel bad. In the examples above, maybe we feel bad that our marriage isn't where we want it to be, so we use judgment to shield us from having to deal with those emotions. If we take that judgment away, then we can address the underlying problems and we can work through them, hopefully in our relationships, within ourselves. Same with not being okay with your weight or the money that you make. You can never truly feel good about yourself as long as you're projecting onto everybody else. But during those times, we think it's easier to project this negativity into our worlds than actually deal with the negativity within ourselves. It's a natural defense mechanism. Most of us do it. I want to try an exercise really quick to kind of set the tone for the rest of this episode. So first, I want you to think of someone or something you love. Think of all the reasons why you love that person or why you love that thing or that animal. Imagine great things happening to that person or imagine yourself really embracing a utopic experience for yourself or spending an amazing day with the person you love the most. And just sit in the feelings that this visualization brings about. Now, think of something or someone that bothers you. It can be something in your personal life, or it can be something more broad, such as someone with opposing political views. How dare those Republicans or those Democrats want to do X? How could anyone ever believe that Y would be the best decision for our country? Or perhaps think of someone you are jealous of. Someone who has more than you in life. And how unfair that is. How was she or he able to find all that success when you worked just as hard, if not harder, and still struggle to pay your bills, pay for your child's education, and plan for retirement? Now sit in these feelings for just a moment. How different was the first experience of love compared to the second experience of negativity? It is a very stark contrast, yet one that is caused simply by shifting your focus from love to hate or some negative emotion. We do this every day to ourselves. We might be in a good mood 
and a minor experience sparks a slew of thoughts that ruin our happiness with anger and pain. Have you ever made the mistake of clicking on social media when you're perfectly content enjoying time with a loved one? This can be the easiest way to ruin a perfectly fine loving experience. We take our focus away from the current situation because even in a state of peace and love, we feel restless. We feel like we should be doing something. And social media or checking our email offers that perfect mind distraction. So often what happens is we read a post or an article or we see a picture that brings about some sort of feeling of judgment or jealousy or irritation, and boom, you began to create an internal state that fills with negativity and darkens that very moment you were enjoying so much. All of a sudden, you are no longer able to fully embrace that loving state that you were sitting in. Small situations like this are the reason why we feel as if we're being bogged down with stress and frustration most of our days. We do not even realize that we are the ones most of the time who are doing it to ourselves. And over time, this just becomes a habit. We all have habitual ways of thinking that take us away from love. And many of these tendencies, these habits, These natural thought inclinations just seem to happen automatically. Can you think of any of your own habits and thinking patterns now that take you away from love? Do you have the tendency to judge negatively, to automatically compare yourself to others, to see the world a bit pessimistically at times? or to see certain situations through a lens of sadness, contempt, anger, frustration. We can all shift our habits and thoughts to bring us just a little closer to love. But to do this, we must first understand what our negative thoughts are trying to cover up. What makes us think negatively? What underlies our self-judgment or our judgments of others? Often, it is a feeling of our own unworthiness, of fear, fear of others judging us harshly, fear of not fitting in, fear of never being good enough. And all of these subconscious thought stories are telling us we are not good enough for love. We are not worthy of being loved or loving others. We do not deserve happiness or joy or love in our lives. Now remember, these are thought stories that are happening on a subconscious level. They're being masked by these thoughts and emotions we're aware of. And anything that takes us away from love is most likely masking something deep within us that needs to be healed. Therefore, before we are able to truly love each other, before we're able to love our experiences, to sit peacefully in moments, before we are able to attract healthy, loving relationships, before we're able to find a career we truly love, we must, on a subconscious level, on a soul level, believe we are worthy of such love. And these subconscious patterns just don't come out of the blue. We have all been told, in one way or another, we do not deserve love. 
Perhaps it was from a parent who never thought anything we did met their expectations. Perhaps it was from our first love who broke our hearts. Perhaps it was from a cruel group of kids in school who told us we were not good enough to sit at their lunch table. Perhaps it was teachers or coaches who told us we were not good enough just as we were, but we needed to strive to be excellent, to deserve love and acceptance. Many of us carry these feelings with us, hidden deep down every day. Our negative feelings are only verified when our boss refuses to give us a raise or promotion we worked so hard to get. When we put years of time and commitment into a career and just get laid off, get pushed aside like we didn't matter. When we see our friends find their soulmate, get their dream job, or buy a new house. While we're left still single, in a dead-end job, and a one-bedroom apartment. We're obviously not worthy of a perfect relationship, of that dream job, of nice things. Or so our subconscious mindset likes to tell us. Every time we feel judgment or jealousy towards another, we are only confirming this unworthiness we feel for ourselves. And to reach the love we want in all aspects of our lives, we must be willing to let go of any underlying ickiness that takes away from that love or makes us feel that we do not deserve it. We all deserve love. No matter what you've been told, no matter what mistakes you've made in the past, no matter how many people or situations have made you feel otherwise, the only person who is able to give you unconditional love 24-7, whenever you need it for the rest of your life, is you. So to start this month associated with love and relationships, I want to focus on letting go of anything that makes you feel unlovable. So there is a meditation this week that will help with this. It's all about letting go and releasing. But you can also assist in this process as you go through your days this week, and that's what I'm going to talk about now. Now, if you go through the meditation, it brings up anything for you. Or if you listen to this episode and try some of these exercises this week and it brings up any sort of trauma please seek professional help. You do not want to try to work through this trauma on your own. I give this disclaimer in the beginning of the meditation, but do not listen to it if you have unresolved trauma. And definitely discontinue use if you have any very strong negative thoughts toward yourself or other people while you're listening to it. And go and seek help or guidance from someone who can truly help you work through these things. With that being said, I want to give you all just a few little tips and exercises that you can take with you that's going to help you dig a little bit into your subconscious and is going to help bring you one step closer to self-love and just increasing overall love in your life. The first thing that you can do is every time you experience negative emotions, as soon as you experience them, simply repeat, I love myself and am worthy of, and you want to insert a word that is opposite of that negative emotion. So I want to give you a couple examples. 
If you feel angry, repeat, I love myself and I'm worthy of peace. If you feel hurt by another, repeat, I love myself and I'm worthy of love and respect. If you notice you are talking down to yourself in any way, stop and repeat, I love myself and I'm worthy of unconditional love. You can still act appropriately when situations arise. Not saying that if a coworker wrongs you in some way to just let it go and don't do anything and just tell yourself that you love yourself. But I want you to do it first. As soon as you feel any negative emotion, repeat that you love yourself and you are worthy. And after you repeat this to yourself, act appropriately when situations arise. But this action will be coming from a place of responding to these situations rather than reacting with the first emotion that arises within you. It is very hard to respond when we're in high emotional states. And this process of saying I love myself and I am worthy of blank because you are worthy of it all. This process will not only help you respond in a way that is best for your higher self, not your ego, but it's also going to allow you to take a step back and really evaluate how you actually do want to respond to this situation. And this might seem a little hard or silly, or you might be saying this is pretty dumb (laughs) whenever you first start it. And that's because your ego and your subconscious are going to hate it. So have you ever been sleeping in a dark room? Or if you can remember when you're a kid and you're sleeping in a dark room and then someone like your parents come in and they just turn the lights on, they say it's ready to wake. It's time to wake up. It's hard. It burns your eyes and you're certainly apt to get really irritated or angry at whoever ruined your comfortable dark slumber. But then as your eyes adjust, you realize that light is a good thing. And it was time to get up anyways. Think of this process in the same way. If you're used to being in a dark mind space filled with negativity, and then you try to flick a light on and say, hey, I love you. Wake up now. Your initial reaction will be irritation. You're going to say, I don't want to. And you're going to put the covers right back over your head and try and go back to sleep. This is metaphorically what your subconscious will be doing during this process. So allow it to throw a fit, but keep shining that light of love on it anyways. And with time, you will adjust and will wonder how you ever survive so long in the darkness. So a second thing I encourage you to do during this week is anytime your subconscious is throwing us a fit, remember that it is going to spew negativity your way. It is going to tell you all the reasons why you're wrong. When you say, I love myself and I'm worthy of peace, it's going to say, remember that mistake you made in the past? You're not worthy of peace. You wouldn't have done that if you were worthy of peace. Remember that time you wronged somebody? You don't deserve love. Remember all your exes who told you you weren't good enough? They were right. You don't deserve it. Those are some things that your subconscious might try to throw your way. Let it happen. And lovingly let each negative thought go. And you can even say to yourself, I release you. I let you go 
I lovingly release and let you go. These are just old patterns that are bubbling up. And by consciously releasing them as they bubble up, you're slowly able to rid yourself of that old stagnant energy. This might not be new for some of you. If it isn't, then I encourage you this week to refocus on it. If it is new for some of you, like I mentioned before, if anything comes up that you are just not ready to deal with, look into working with somebody who can help you deal with it in a safe space. You don't have to deal with these things on your own. We all come from different backgrounds. We all have different experiences looming in our subconscious. And some of us may be able to recognize them and let them go. And for others, it might be a longer process to healing and recovery. But remember, you are worth it. And once you are able to truly love yourself in all situations, you really won't care about what anybody else is doing. You won't have any need for jealousy or judgment. And when you become angry or frustrated with situations, you can respond in a way that comes from self-love that honors you in the process. And so like I said, the rest of the month, every Monday, we are going to be focusing on love. This is definitely the first step. And in future episodes, we will be addressing different aspects. So keep tuning in so that you can watch this process unfold in your life. And I really hope that this month is just one of transformation for you. And if it affects outside relationships, and if it helps you manifest that perfect relationship you're wanting, wonderful. We're going to focus really on what it means for you at this moment. Like I said, there is a meditation. It's a little longer. It's 20 minutes. The meditation is actually taken from a mindset makeover challenge that I have, which is a paid self-coaching program. So I'm offering it just to you guys who are listening to the podcast. A disclaimer, it does go through different experiences that you have had that cause some negativity. You work with different people in your life to release any negativity that they intentionally or unintentionally may have caused. It's definitely not about blaming anybody. Again, this focus is on you. It's just about releasing. So you'll see more when you listen to it, but definitely go into it with the intention of focusing on you and your healing and your self-love. And if you are interested in the Mindset Makeover Challenge uh, and you really like the meditation and you want to see what more that has to offer, then I will link in the show notes to more information about that. There's actually a free training too that goes along with it, so you can always check that out. And if you've not yet rated or subscribed or reviewed, this is a wonderful time to do so. I always really appreciate hearing your feedback. You can always reach out to me, uh, head over to my website and sign up for my email list. You'll get weekly emails. You can always respond to those emails. I love to keep in touch with everybody. All right, that's all I have for you. I hope that you have a wonderful and healing and loving week, and I will talk with you next Monday. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel, a mind, body and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and give us a review. And join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.